to the PHN Egg Suns postgame show brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. We're hanging out in the VIP lounge because after taking down the Oklahoma City Thunder 124 to 104, the Phoenix Suns have now won their eighth straight game in a row and moved to 37 and 0 on the season in games where they lead after three quarters. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> We're good. <laughs> good. I mean, anytime I can see Gerald and Espo die, that's kind of cool. Hey, you know, this is a very much like the Suns without Chris Paul. We have some technical difficulties, but we're we're learning uh, our way through it. I love Man- uh, Manuel says, "When in doubt, kill Espo." <laughs> it works. Well, you know, at least we had some really great videos for you guys to watch while we were fixing it. Um, if you're listening to this on audio, you probably didn't catch the first half of this because we probably cut it off. So you're welcome <laughs> for that. Um, but yeah, so tonight the Suns again, 124 to 104 over the Thunder. Point book was the topic of discussion in here during this game. Gerald will be joining us shortly, and I know he's going to have a lot of feelings about this. But let's start with you two gentlemen. He's always in his feelings about <laughs> Thoughts point about book. point book and his performance tonight. I thought he did exactly what CP does. He just kind of paced himself out until the fourth quarter. Then he kind of asserted himself more offensively in terms of scoring. But he tried to distribute for the first three quarters. Yeah. And uh, obviously he had a high assist mark. And he, he played good. He played good. He played MVP caliber basketball tonight. 25 points, 12 assists, 6 steals, 5 rebounds. That is exactly what he, the kind of thing he needs to do to vault himself into the conversation when it comes to winning MVP this year. He did everything you needed him to. He filled in everywhere that Chris Paul usually does in terms of the assists and the steals. I cannot say enough about how well Book played. Now, do I want to see Point Book this entire time? No. No, I do not. But tonight... It was fun to watch. And like we know going into this, like we already knew, right? There were going to be some growing pains. They were going to have to try a few different things to figure it out. I think Aaron Holiday showed tonight that he can handle more of the load. I'm sure we'll get Mm -hmm. into him here just a little bit. Well, we will. I promise I'll take us there. (laughs) But before we do with Devin, I do think that in this first game where he carried a huge amount of the load on his shoulders tonight in Chris Paul's absence, I think he did a phenomenal job. So like you said, he kind of took a page out of Chris Paul's book where he paced himself, got his Mm -hmm. teammates involved early. And then Mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter, he did what Devin Booker does. So heading into the fourth quarter, he only had 14 points, but he did have 10 assists and five steals heading into that fourth quarter. He finished the game with 25 points, 12 assists, six steals and five rebounds. And I think that's really impressive for Devin. And like you, I don't know. What do you think, Saul? MVP caliber performance tonight for him? Um, it was a good performance. It was against OKC. Like, hey, it's a good performance. Yeah, I, I don't. What do you guys want me to be like? Oh my God, it was the greatest performance of all. No. Well, I'm didn't not. you say you said thirty-eight and six? Yeah, right. So was, if it's 25, 12, and six, are we close? It was good. Yeah, it was good. Six, six and five. Don't, it was good. Like I, I don't, I don't know if it's that, sorry. I, I don't know if I'm going to say MVP caliber performance because I just. We're fucking one game out of 24 left to, to like, I'm not going to go there right now. Like, I'm not going to set 
ourselves up for failure thinking that every performance has to be MVP level or not. You know, like I'm not going to grade him on that. Did he do what he was supposed to do tonight? He did. Did he do a little bit more than that? Yes, he did. He was very, very good tonight. We, okay. We it. are numb to Devin Booker at this point <laughs> because that was spectacular performance. Again, yeah. it's not a spectacular performance because it's OKC. Duh. Like that's a, that's an easy performance for Book. That was an easy night for him. It was that was an not easy a hard game for him. 12 assists and 60. Yeah. Like we're not going to give him his flowers. He would have had 20-plus assists if dudes could hit a fucking three. This is true. He would have. I don't disagree. Right? Or would okay. that still have been pedestrian? That would, no, that would have been – That would have been. dude, nobody gets 20 assists in a night except for guys like Chris Paul. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been on, 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 uh, you know, phenomenal. Like, he was really, really good tonight. Like, what do you want me to say? Okay. Uh, instead of <laughs> saying, like, an MVP performance, what about – would you say that this was enough to – keep that MVP conversation alive that was coming prior to the start of this game where people were saying, this is Devin's time to show that he is MVP worthy. This is Devin's time to show that he can win games without Chris Paul. Was this enough to at least keep those conversations alive? It's against OKC. That's what I keep. I like, like Sunder Stunk said, let's see how it goes against a better team. Like he was good. He did exactly what he was supposed to tonight. He's a fucking professional. Like he knows how to play. He's not some some guy that played above average tonight. No, he did exactly what a, 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 a good professional scorer does. He does exactly what Book does, and he did a little bit more in the assist category. Like, okay, cool. Like he that, had he was, a career high in steals. Why? I, like, I feel like we're just going. Oh, he had twenty five. Great. Yeah, twelve assists, six steals. It was a season high in assists, a career high in steals. Like he was, he had a triple double in game one of the Western Conference Finals. That was MVP level. That was great, and that was against a very, very good team. Okay. Is that the same thing as tonight? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, he was on that. Okay, a similar well, level. Then I guess tonight. that's the end. Of, I guess that's the end of that discussion. Then, like you, right? he was more than MVP level tonight. Okay, cool. And with that, we're going to name Devin Booker our DraftKings <laughs> King Jesus of the Game. <laughs> I don't understand Congratulations why I say he's very, Devin. very good and <laughs> That's not it's still not good enough to say. We don't can't look even, at the graphics. We can't even get the numbers right for Devin. Oh, no, man. No, Come on. Take that graphic Devin down. Devin finished with 25 the gra- points, The graphic's completely wrong. <laughs> and five rebounds. On that ESPN, it literally De- said that. Devin no. Booker can get no well, respect. Okay, no I'm, respect. So I'm 0 for 2 tonight. First man. of all. No, I, I was just going off at ESPN. You can't spell Leah without an L tonight. Oh. <laughs> you know what, Leah? We should make a um, a video of me getting killed because oh, that is me tonight behind the max. Leah, ESPN has let me down multiple yeah, times you where it says ESPN. one thing and then like 30 minutes later it's I was doing wrong. too much at once. The, the crown end. placement's okay. fantastic, Thank though. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. We'll, we'll never know because all I could focus those was on the right side of the screen. <laughs> but yeah, Devin Booker is our draft king king of the game congratulations to him um since we're talking about point guards let's move right on over to Aaron Holiday because he's going to be stealing a lot of minutes over the next 23 games with the way that he performed tonight of course as Saul will say it's against the Oklahoma City Thunder but still it was a good outing by Aaron Holiday. <laughs> the bar is a little bit different for Aaron Holiday than <laughs> right, it is. Right, for sure. For, for Tonight, Booker. he finished with 12 points, <laughs> shooting 5 of 5 from the field, 2 of 2 from deep. He also had 5 assists and 2 rebounds. A perfect shooting night I, I, for the newbie. 
that's when I see something different just because I'm saying something uh, positive about Aaron Holiday. But I loved Aaron Holiday tonight. I really did. I thought he was fantastic. He had a, a couple very, very nice passes tonight. And you can see he's getting comfortable in the system. Um, and when he and Book were on the floor at the same time, I felt like they had some really, really good solid min- minutes together. So um, I like I've I've been on the Holiday train since he got traded here. I've always loved him since he was at UCLA. He's just a dog on defense. He gives him a little bit of spark, uh, and tonight he did he did exactly what he was supposed to do. <laughs> Let me start my my rebuttal with "fuck Aaron Holiday." No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Aaron was spectacular tonight, and I actually think he should start at point guard uh, tomorrow night. I believe so too. I, I think I believe so too. I think he, you move Cam back to the bench. Cam didn't do anything wrong. You just need that offense on the bench, and I think Aaron Holiday with book is a nice combo. So I, you couldn't have gotten uh, asked for anything more from a guy who's in his what third, fourth game with the team. Like mm-hmm. it was a, it was a great night for Aaron holiday as well. So Chris in the chat says, Saul doesn't like being told where to put his That's flowers. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you where you can shove them tonight. Maybe. <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> there's a difference <laughs> when you go from okay. Devin Booker. Okay. When you go from Devin Booker, to like Mikhail Bridges or Cam to to possibly supplement some of that scoring, it's it that's one thing. The alternative to Aaron Holiday is fucking Alfred Payton or so, Landry Shamit. Or Landry Shamit. <laughs> so yes, like Aaron Holiday did his thing tonight, and thank God he did. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious um, based on who saw playing time tonight and who didn't the way that this team kind of sees the future of either the second or third potential option there at point guard because Alfred Payton did not see any minutes tonight. He did not leave the bench. And Aaron Holiday finished with, what, 24 minutes? Yeah. 25 minutes. So it's unfortunate for Alfred Payton, but... It just makes more sense. Aaron Holiday plays better with this team. Landry Shamit should be worried too because at the point that Chris Paul comes back, Landry Shamit ain't going to have any minutes either because Aaron Holiday is going to take all those when we come to that. When campaign comes back, Landry Shamit may not see as many. You might put Aaron into that position. Listen, you know, Gerald and I were sitting here and we kind of. I know the joke is that I've been hard on Shamit, and I still feel like I haven't really had a rant on Shamit yet. No, he's been bad. You're not being hard, you're being honest. But Shamit tonight, I just, I truly feel like he is going way too fast for himself. He is, his rhythm is so sped up. That's why I feel like he's he's completely all over the place. So, I don't know. So... Go ahead. I was just saying, I don't think you've been hard on him. I think it's honesty. He has been bad since he's been here. And whether of his own doing or not, I mean, he didn't give himself a $42 million contract, but he has to live up to that. And he has fallen very short of it. I don't want to say James Jones uh, put a target on his back or anything like that, but I do feel like James Jones, by giving him that $40 million contract, inadvertently set him up for failure amongst us fans because now our, our expectations were, you know, that he was going to come in and at least average 10 points a game or or maybe somewhere between 8 and 12. And right now, my guy is struggling. Well, yeah. hit an open three. You know, that'd be nice. <sighs> I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah. It's just so confusing 
Because I, you just can't put your finger on exactly like what is it. Ger- Gerald's going to sit – and I'm not trying to speak for Gerald. <laughs> but Gerald is very much of he's been a good shooter his entire career. And while that is true, he had his best year like several years ago, like three years ago. And ever since then, he's been in the single digits in terms of average points per game. That means either he's not getting a lot of run or he's just not getting uh, you know, the opportunity because he's not shooting enough. He gets here, he's gotten plenty of opportunity to shoot, plenty of opportunity to play, and it's just not happening. So I don't know where the Suns go from here because that's, man, that's a problem. There's a reason the guy's been on four teams in four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's becoming abundantly clear. Luckily, that is still a very tradable contract in, it, in it, the offseason in the right situation. This so. is the He's a perfect example of somebody – who statistically, if you look at the stats, he he, you think he could play the part, but he just doesn't do it. Yeah, it's yeah, much yeah. like DA tonight having a plus 13, but he was actually pretty trash tonight. And I'll get into that later. Who? DA. Oh, well, you want to go ahead and get into it? That's my take the one last shot. thing. Okay, the one last thing that I will say about Aaron Holiday. Have we given all the flowers at yet? No. No. Okay. I'm just saying the the one last thing that I will say about Aaron Holiday and Devin Booker more so than Landry Shamit, we're going to kind of move on from him, um, is that I hope that he can carry this load well continuously throughout the next 23 games so that we can minimize the amount of minutes Devin is playing over this stretch of time. Because we're going to have to rely very heavily on Devin throughout this last 23 games, but we don't want to rely on him to the point where we wear him down to the bone before playoffs. I understand that he is young, and if anybody can handle it, it's a young guy like Devin. I still don't want to risk it too much, so hopefully – Campaign comes back soon. Aaron Holiday can continue to get 25, maybe a little bit more than 25 minutes a night so that we can reduce the amount of minutes Devin plays. Look, I'd rather sacrifice a few regular season victories over the next 23 and keep Devin's minutes down than than fight too hard to get some of those wins and put that extra mileage because we saw how, you know, Injuries are going to happen in the playoffs, but if you can mitigate that due to the amount you put on these guys, it, it, you'd be better off for it. Can I give some flowers out? Yeah. This team has been spectacular in crunch time this year, right? And everybody said, mm-hmm. well, without CP3, how will this play out? We don't know. Uh, at the 509 mark, so right when, right when you're looking at crunch time, technically – Starting, it was 103.98. It was a five-point game. They went by 20. This team, even without Chris Paul, at least against OKC, and as Saul pointed out, not a very good OKC team, but they were still immensely clutch. They came up uh, with every big bucket and defensive stop that they needed in those final five minutes. They were spectacular again, and that is encouraging because there was a lot of concern about that with uh, with CP3 out. So. In one of the 24 games we're looking at, uh, they they did exactly what they needed to improve it again. I've seen a few people in the chat calling Aaron Mini C. Are we on board with that? No. Or do we feel like it needs to be a different nickname? They're the same size. <laughs> but it's more like, I think, age-wise, Mini. Yeah. I don't know. Nope. Not no, here I'm for not, it? I'm not I'm co-signing not here for on that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We don't have to co-sign on it. All right, so we are... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> what are we laughing in the at? Chat. The way Saul just stares forward kind of scares me, bro. <laughs> can, can we next time Saul does it? Can we just cut to the one shot with Saul just seriously. staring into your well, soul? Well, guess what? I'm just gonna stare at you the whole next. You time. do that in our office all day. <laughs> where we got that weird angle where you are just kind of staring at me all day. So. Yeah. You guys do have a little bit of a weird setup. It's like this. It's all right. It's yeah. Like, why don't you both stare that way? Anyway. He wanted to see the TV. So are you ready? Because it's time to yeah. take your shot. Presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. That's a good question, Manuel. How come we haven't gone to the bar yet? I need a drink. <laughs> I Wait. forgot about it. Well, we'll go there in a second. Take your shot. Listen, I, I know we have high expectations for DA. But honestly, tonight watching this against a, a pretty average at best team in OKC and watching the supporting cast around Devin Booker step up, Cam John, everybody had double figures except for DA. Two guys off the bench had double figures. I don't understand what is going on with DA. And I don't understand if it's something, if it's in his head, if it's just lack of energy, if it's just lack of effort or what. But there's times tonight where you sometimes you forget he's out there. And I even mentioned it in the first quarter. I was like, man, it seems like every time the ball goes up, DA is coming down with a rebound. I felt pretty good about the fact that he was going to have a decent night. And then he finishes with six and eight. Like, what the fuck is that? Six and eight? You're a, you're a high-level NBA player. Six and eight is not going to cut it. That's why the plus minus is just completely full of shit. And he had five turnovers. Like, bro, you got to step it up. Like, Devin Booker needs you. This team needs you, and this team's not going to win a championship when they got to play the big dogs if D.A. is not stepping his ass up. He's got to step up, and he's got to stop playing down to the level of these shitty-ass teams out there that have no business guarding him down low in the paint. He's got to be better than that, and if he wants his money, he's going to have to start proving it on a more consistent basis because I hate the fact that he'll go four or five games Average like 15 to 20, get 10 to 15 rebounds, and then he disappears for like two or three games. And you're like, what is that? What is that inconsistency? You're in year, what, four now? Yeah. Fuck. Like, be better than that. Like, seriously. And I love DA. Everybody knows that I'm a DA stan, but I'm kind of sick of it. Like, you got to be better, and you got to be more consistent if you want your money. But Step up. How do you only get five shots? Like, how, how do you only get five shots in a game? I don't understand it. I mean, he was three for five, but how do you only take five shots? That's that's a problem to me. I still well, don't know if that's a DA problem I think or it's the offense. I, I'm starting to feel like we used to say it's the offense, but, you know, at some point in time, DA has to say, give me the damn ball. He's got to start calling for it. He's going to have to start getting demonstrative if that's the case. But it's kind of hard to do that. When things are running smoothly around you, for, for, you know, so it's kind of hard to ruffle the feathers. If you guys are up by 10, 15 points, it's kind of hard to say, give me mine. But when you look at the end of the game and you're talking about money and players are aware of, of, of the money that's on the line, you know, shit, CP3 wouldn't even said what he said in the playoffs. If he didn't believe that, if he didn't know what was on the line for DA, uh, like you got to step up. You got to be better than that. JaVel McGee, Got you more than than DA did. And anytime you say that in a sentence, it should be a crime. The the thing is, between the two centers, uh, DA and JaVale McGee, what was that? That's what was that? Uh 13 shots. There were six of, of 13 tonight. 
how much does Chris Paul not being there affect the big men? Because well, if you're DA, you know that that was going to be the story yes. coming into this game, or I mean, for the rest of the season, is that Chris Paul is setting you up for your success. Without Chris Paul, you ain't shit. That's what people are going to say. That's what the Suns are going to say after the season when they don't want to pay him. Is because if we lost CP3, you're just another you're just another average center. Like it can't be that way. And DA's got to he's got to control his own destiny and play better. Well, uh, and I agree. But as a big man, if you're not getting set up, I, I get you can sit there and you can demand it. But if the offense isn't set up for you to be in a position so down you low, do. you know, or if you roll and and your guy doesn't get it to you. What can he do? If I, I mean, if I throw you the ball, and this is what I saw a couple times tonight, if I throw you the ball and you're in, it was it was just like two years ago in Portland. He caught the ball on the elbow. There was nobody around him, and he still refused to look at to take his shot. There was a couple times fair. tonight where he got the ball. He could have easily taken taken a couple dribbles. He could have backed his guy down. He could have taken a jumper. Whatever. He deferred to everybody else. Like he's going to have to stop deferring so much. Well, I I still don't think he's comfortable putting the ball on the floor, like, and that that needs to be it's something that he's developed, and and hopefully these twenty three games gives him a chance to. But yeah, he needs to do more. And this is the first time in a long while uh, that I've started to wonder maybe he isn't a max guy. Maybe he just isn't. Maybe they're right. Maybe they saw something, and that's why they didn't pay him. And somebody will give him the max, but. Uh, he needs to do more. You're 100% right. One more time. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. MCG Blue in the comments said, I think it's a personality thing. A great, jovial, fun personality to be, but maybe not that top level kind of quote unquote alpha personality. Do you think it has anything to do I've seen, with I've, that? I've seen him be the alpha other times. I've seen him be the alpha down at the U of A. There was nobody that was not the alpha outside of him. Like he was the alpha on that team. And so I, if I hadn't seen that, I'd, I'd probably agree with this. But I know he has it in him and I know he can be better. Okay, like then he needs do you to think better. it's an effort thing? Sometimes. Like an inconsistency in effort, sometimes, I guess you could say. Sometimes. I, I think it's more of a uh, uh, an inconsistency in his aggressiveness. Okay. Not necessarily effort, but just how aggressive he is. Like he, he needs to bang some dudes. He needs to he needs to throw some dudes off. He needs to, you know, throw a couple elbows, get a couple tees. Like it's going to be all right. It just hit into a guy. Yeah, just to, you know yeah. I mean? But I, I, I hate the all these jovial. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Shaq was the biggest kid off the court and pranked everybody. It's it's not that he's jovial. That isn't what it is. I think it, it to your point, it's just that locking in and deciding I'm going to take over kind of kind of thought process. And if you want to call that alpha, whatever it is, that's part of it. But like uh, that's what's missing. And we've seen it at times. It's just consistency in that. How do you tap into that on a regular basis? Yeah. All right. Well, I jumped and I uh, skipped to the bar tonight, so I feel like now is a good time to, to maybe after go this, to the I bar. After this, I need a drink for sure. To, to be fair, the whole beginning of the show was a little it rough. It kind of threw so me for a loop. We kind of just skipped the bar because we didn't know what was going on. 
So tonight's uh, tonight's drink is a big L. Oh no, it's not. It's the uh, it's the Armani mixer. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a picture of Leah on the glass. It was going to be a big L, but it's the Armani uh, mixer. Uh, what uh, what's in an Armani mixer? Uh, it's a it's a nice mix of uh, uh, some dishing and some uh, vodka. Maybe a little. It's it's almost like a Long Island iced tea, if you will. And, and you know what people say when they uh, when they drink it? It's just all right. I said it was very good. <laughs> I said it was very good. Look at this asshole completely, completely ignoring what I said tonight, making up his own shit in his own mind. I Man, said he was very good tonight. You really are my work wife. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I said he's very good tonight. Oh, he's all right. Now you heard all right. I said he was very I good. I wish everybody on the audio could have seen this play out right now. It was, it was quite entertaining. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the twins. Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson. Because what? That's another game. They had a, they had a like really good night. Uh, I got you. Cam Johnson, obviously, in the starting lineup, he finished with 21 points. He had five assists and four rebounds. Mikel Bridges, also 21 points, four assists, five rebounds. They're literally twins, almost in their stats, too. They were really good. They were really good. I love the way uh, Mikhail is slashing into the basket. He's, uh, you know, far more comfortable dribbling the ball now without, um, you know, deferring to other people. And uh, he's he was really good. And Cam, I mean, what can you say about Cam? He was lights out from from three tonight. And uh, should have been in a three-point contest. Fuck you, NBA. <laughs> Amen to that. Uh, yeah, look, these guys are they're fun to watch. McHale had three buckets, three or four buckets in that first quarter, uh, first half that looked almost carbon copy where they got a steal. He broke out. He caught that long pass and got got the layup or a dunk. I, I love that effort that he's, uh, he's putting out there. Uh, again, I mean, what is that? Is that... Uh, 12 straight now games with uh with 10 points or more for cam for cam or no oh uh, from mikhail i'm sorry yeah 12 yeah. straight games now. and he was averaging 19 he gets 21 tonight like we're seeing mikhail bridges sh- uh, show up and and kind of evolve offensively before our eyes we asked for that consistency we've gotten it so uh and and cam johnson's just so much fun we were talking about how you can see that he's gaining that strength now too. Mm-hmm. Like he had that play where he literally gets fouled three times as he's going going to the bucket. And you know, a, a last year, year before, he might lose that ball. This year, pulls strong through, gets the end one on it. Uh, these guys are fun to watch. They yeah. are. Hey, and shout out to Jay Crowder. Yep. He had a, he had a, he he was he was he was decent tonight. Yep, he had 17 points, uh, four steals, yeah. four assists, five rebounds. Yeah, Jake Crowder had himself a good night, too. He deserves a couple of flowers in there as well. You look sure. at it, it, just that whole starting unit really filled it, well, with the exception of Dia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really filled the filled the stat sheet tonight. And and defense, I mean, that's been a big hallmark of this team. And they, they kept it, you know, within striking distance throughout that game by just playing great defense. Like the offense wasn't there throughout at every turn tonight, but the defense was. And and that's uh that's testament to this team. What is it? they had uh they had 14 steals tonight. 14 steals as a team. That's that that's active defense. They're going to going to be able to do a lot moving forward with that 
<laughs> they were third ranked uh, team defense uh, th this year coming in. They played like it. We should have a love tracker or a flowers tracker on the side of the screen because people are showing up in our chat and they're like, well, what about Book? And what about Aaron Holiday? <laughs> we're like, yeah, we already talked about all of them. Like, I mean, loved them all. They were idea. all great. Devin Booker was very, very good tonight. Like, I said that a million times. Like, we could just have like all of the cutouts of their heads on the side. Yeah. And just, beep, and then beep, it's, beep, you put a check mark if we've talked about them, a flower if we've given them love. Yes, maybe. Absolutely. What's something if we've like, card. if we've scolded them, do we do a sad face? Yes. Yes. No, we could do I something like, like that. that. How about a salt shaker? If, if there we you go. Yeah, yeah. A salt yes. shaker. Like, I, yeah. I love this. Uh, just a little scorecard for, uh, yes. for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind that. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, if you missed um, if you missed our talk about Devin or Aaron Holiday, just kind of go back a little bit in the show. If you missed our talk about what we would have liked to see more from Landry Shamet, go back in the show. Yeah. Also, a bit. Uh, what people were concerned about Mikhail banging his knee at the mm -hmm. end. He get he got up and he walked off. He looked like he was fine. I'm sure he's he's okay. I'm concerned about what Brian's saying in the chat here. Aspo and Bet is decent. Bossman ninety nine is a god. I are they talking about you in the sweatsuit stuff? Are they talking about uh, Jay Crowder? Where uh, where are they getting their intelligence? I need to know all these things. I'm very, you don't, do you want to know all those things? I think I do. You really want to know what, I, I what people think about you and Ben? Oh, I want to know where they're getting their intelligence. That's what I'm asking. Like, where are these leaks coming Sometimes, from? Sometimes, Espo, you just got to ignore I some can't. of the foolishness that goes I, on. I just in the can't. Chat. When the flat girthers bring up something like that, I now wonder, like, what, what's going on? Unfortunately, here? we can't even bring in our fancy graphic because we'll girth is nowhere to be found but, right now. Look, <laughs> look, what I'm saying is I don't think I even rank as good. So I don't know where they're getting their intelligence. I'd like to thank them. So that's what I'm, I'm trying to get at. Can right. we zoom in on everybody, everybody behind the mic, everybody behind the mic, everybody behind the camera immediately. When you said that went like this, can, can you give that face again that you gave me? That's 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 a meme right there. That is spectacular. Yeah. Okay, we are gonna take a quick break because we all I never could thought use Espo one right himself. now. Hoops fans, <laughs> let me tell you about the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. It's too good to pass up. We're talking between the legs, three sixty windmill goods. So. New customers who download the app and use the promo code PHNX can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It is that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on the NBA with same-game parlays. So combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And of course, best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet just $1 on any NBA team to get 150 in free bets if your team wins. That's 21 and older only, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Okay. I do want to ask you a quick question that I think I already know the answer to, but... Are you guys surprised that we haven't seen more Bismack Biombo? Especially in nights like tonight where DA isn't exactly 
performing to his normal self, JaVale McGee, a little bit messy. Are you surprised we didn't see any Bismack? No, I, I feel like you could only go with so many very uh, unknown variables in a game. And with CP3 That's out, uh, there's just less stability out there. So you don't want to mix it up too much. So I would expect him to start getting a little bit more as we go on in this these next 23 games. But I understand why he didn't play tonight. Well, look, they, uh, two centers, JaVale and, and Aiton, had 16 rebounds, uh, two blocks combined. They they got it done enough in those two areas where you know you weren't looking for offense for necessarily tonight from you had other guys that stepped up so yeah I think Saul's a hundred percent right so jeez I'm fine I'll put my shoes what down. Are we, I mean, mine what are, are pretty clean I, I don't know man y'all need to clean your shoes especially you Espo yeah, yeah the bottom um, of the shoes are my like shoes are black nice tar. and clean. Uh, I don't know. It just must have been geared towards you, I suppose. It Sorry. was. Yeah, screw all of you. All right. <laughs> I was like, clean my nice. shoes are clean. Um, you right, got just, black soles. Like, I mean, how are yeah, you going to tell the difference? You can still see dirt on the bottom of black soles. It's probably because you're a foot dragger. Uh, it definitely is. Yeah. You? You drag yeah. your feet? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I drag my oh, feet. And my, that's not great. And my toe. So He'll never sneak up on anybody to kill him. Oh no! I have the loudest walking ever. Like, uh, <laughs> it's not going to surprise anybody. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Anything else from tonight's game kind of stand out to you, or what do you think this one can kind of teach us about what the future kind of looks like for this team moving forward? In the future, we're not going to let Gerald go uh, leave the room for this long. That'll be the uh, the first thing. Oh, I think this gives me a little bit of of comfort, you know, uh, and hopefully some of the other fans just simply because yes, it's OKC, but it looked like the same Suns team we've seen all year operated very much the same way came through in the clutch. Uh, I not, there was nothing that stood out that was alarming to me moving forward, which is exactly the way I hoped it would feel tonight. Yeah. I mean, they took care of business. This is exactly how, you hoped it would go. They had a couple little rough spots there where OKC kind of made a run, but this is this is what you hope will it will be like the rest of the season. Um, and Devin's going to feel a little bit more comfortable in his role. Everybody's going to feel a little bit more comfortable because um, there is a bit of an adjustment. And uh, yeah, I think uh, they're going to be good to go. I just texted Gerald to come back. Yeah. And give us some. We could have just shouted. He's right through the wall there. This he is fair. We could have. need to know what OKC <laughs> said tonight. <laughs> Gerald will be joining us here shortly. Um, he said he spoke with Monty so far and Jay Crowder. Devin is talking right now, and then he will be joining us. So hopefully within the next five or so minutes. Um, until then, I kind of wanted to wait for Gerald to have this conversation, but he's taken a really long time. So we're just gonna we're just gonna have to have this conversation without Gerald. The other day on our PHNX podcast, sports mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. the crew over there decided to have like a Hunger Games style conversation. We didn't decide. We were told by the host, Michaela yes. Perkins, that we were going to be doing this. All right. So we didn't all powwow and go, let's pit our coworkers against each other. That was the that was the uh, brainchild of one person and one person alone. Which okay. was a brilliant move. It was. It I just didn't move. want it to sound like we all were plotting against everybody at the uh, at the office. So. 
that's fair. Um, but either way, it was a really funny conversation. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like we need to expand upon it because <laughs> Saul and I were both chosen by co-workers yes. to win the Hunger Games. Yes. And of course, Saul and I are fighting now yes. over which one of us would actually win. It's not even close. The Hunger Games. Yes. I think I would win 100%. <laughs> Okay, so Derek Montilla chose Saul with the second pick and, and said, uh, in part, it's because Saul terrifies him as to why yes. he would win. But there was also another significant part. Oh, as well, to why your military experience also. <laughs> I mean, that's Probably a pretty good more apt. I, I should have led applicable. with that. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I was the fourth pick, and I took Lindsay. Because, yes. because Saul was already off the board. Is that literally the only reason? <laughs> Well, he's well, also kind of like your lemming. Isn't well, look, he? let me let me be very honest. If, if I'm going to take somebody, give Lindsay flowers twenty four seven, he not. would. No, he wouldn't. Oh my gosh! No, yes. I'd like to give okay, Lynn let me shit. also make this clear. But with the fifth pick, Leah was planning to take me if Espo didn't. Yes. So, but I had two I, people on my team. Let's, let's be, be. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Just gonna, let's be honest here. The man with military experience. Should be taken first. It's not like How they give you all of the assets, though, when they drop you, you off for these games. You don't think they teach you in the military how to fend for yourself Lindsay, if you're not handed a Lindsay, gun? <laughs> if, Lindsay, if you and I were running towards something, like, I will do everything I possibly can to murder you before you get to that <laughs> I, thing. I wouldn't even get that far, though. You'd be DOA. How? Me. How? I would, I would do that to you. me to death? Like, that's not going to work. Like... Like, and then on top of that, if we were out in the wilderness and we were trying to find each other, like, Lindsay would have effort for, like, an hour. No. And then she'd be asleep after that. No. Because she <laughs> just loves to sleep. See, I feel this like... This is true. I feel like Lindsay would come prepared with like the makeup that that hides her that she can use as camouflage and she would just wait everybody out right and you all would would waste a lot of energy taking out everybody else and then she'd try to shank somebody the minute we start no Lindsay's the first one i'm no. going after i need to set and the you're, tone you're gonna get killed by doing that <laughs> You're going to be so fixated on me. Everyone else is going to be able to take you out. Also, real quick. Yes, I am. I love a good nap. <laughs> you can call me lazy at times. But when it counts, when it's like my, like we've got bragging rights on the line, I'm all in. I'm, I just, it just takes, I, I, just, just, I have to have a reason to get up. From a nap, also, and that's reason enough. Also, I <laughs> see MCG Blue knows. It's like true. All Saul would have to do is just wait until 10 p.m. and Lindsay would fall asleep. <laughs> that's it. Gone. I don't know. I still think I. And would I love be how too. the chat. The chat is like Espo too. Like they absolutely <laughs> gas Lindsay the know. fuck up. They don't they know, know shit. They don't know shit. They are smart, intelligent, cove crazies. I take. I take your side on this one, and I still take take shit for it. <laughs> I don't get that. Wait, I missed it. I was okay. on the screen. That's why. No, no, I'm, I'm laughing at what he said. Oh. <laughs> I have your back, and you're like. Chats like Espo, they're with Lindsay, and I'm like, Saul would win, no problem. Let's be very clear, Gerald and I would die before it started, all right? Yes. Like, oh, Gerald okay, has a fighting listen, chance, no, Can we? 
At Jill least... would be like, would run up to to the cornucopia <laughs> and would be like, "Is this the weapon you wanted?" <laughs> and then you. This is what Gerald would do. Gerald would run up. No, Gerald would run up, and he would like think he saw like some stupid ass fucking berries so he could eat, and then he'd see me, and then the words that would come out of his mouth were, "Oh, oh no!" no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he'd be he'd be uh, stuck in the corner listening to somebody give a speech. And you just uh, be able to get him while he was sitting, listening to a post game yeah. presser or something. Okay, can we at least though agree that Saul and I are like top two choices? You know who's sneaky? Who, who? would be sneaky? Is I do feel like Michaela Perkins is sneaky, right? No, no wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. <laughs> like she, I feel like. I feel like Michaela has like this hidden rage about her. Yes, she but would, it's it's, oh, it's but, fiery, but it's but, not like but 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 the, but the suitcases she'd have to bring. Let me would finish. End but the problem with Michaela is is that she would walk ten steps and then she'd complain about walking ten steps. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm so tired. For reals, guys, I'm literally gonna cry. Her <laughs> own mother in the chat in the show said she'd be dead on arrival in this. Her own mother said that it's about true. her. So. But she would probably kill somebody before it all went down. Oh, yeah. She would definitely get one. She would, like, she stab would, me totally. in the heart and then be like, oh, look, now I'm dead. Look, yes, I think you guys are probably should be one and two on that. Frank Sanders was also taken before Lindsay was taken. You know, but like I said, Speedo, too big. Speedo Jackson shows up and then all, all goes to hell. If you're a, a PHNX Cardinals fan, you get the reference. Uh, so. And Ooh, I just Gerald. Flat girthers oh. rejoice. <laughs> uh, Leah, can I get my graphic, please? Oh, Flat girthers oh, are here, God. baby. <laughs> Flat girthers are here. We have another one that's even better than this one. Oh, Let's pull man. that one up. Oh, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Flat girth. Oh yes, yes. Oh my god! But that's god. not all, oh, Gerald. We've, we've no. got more. We have sexied this bitch up. Oh please, Let's see no. the first one. No. Oh yes. Oh yes. my this god! This is what happens when you take forty-five minutes in the post game. Oh also, no. Also, we got another one for the other people in the house. There we go. <laughs> yes. Oh Look at those muscles. My man's been in the gym, son. Oh my god. <laughs> it says girth I, on the mantle. Can we go back to the other one? Which one? Uh, the, that one. Yes. Uh, wow. Emphasis on the flat oh on that one. Though. So. <laughs> wow. I have genuinely no words. <laughs> uh, hey, hey. Like, oh listen, my God. I came in here all excited to debate how good I would be in the Hunger Games, <laughs> give you guys post-game updates, and now I have genuinely I, no I words. I like the, the girth with the frozen, like the icicles off the earth, <laughs> flat the earthers. Flat earth. I think that's my favorite one. I feel like that should be a t-shirt. I really do. Oh man, that's a that's a tremendous job. Hi, and shout out, shout out to Emma, our intern. She did the damn thing with those, all four of those graphics. She's yeah, going great work, Emma. <laughs> great work, Emma. No Poor problem. Gerald. Uh, those will be sold as posters as well soon at phnxlocker.com. Posters. Yeah, so you can get them in eleven by seventeen and then full wall size. So. Connor said, "Gerald, just walk out now. I <laughs> just go. I just got here too." <laughs> Gerald, do you want to share with us um, what you heard from Monty and the and the players today? I'm drawing a blank right now. But <laughs> He's so in love with himself. He's like, man, I didn't know I could look so hot. Like, wow, I, I look, look great. <laughs> He's like, man, I touched myself. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. No. I'm well, so I think that's 
Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My God. If this was StreamYard, you guys could take me off the stream. I'm sorry. That was. I would absolutely take you off the stream. I didn't mean like touch myself. I mean like rub my muscles and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like muscles like that. I'd be touching them all the time. <laughs> Sorry. I don't. Did this thing go <laughs> completely off the rails? Saul oh. so isn't. I'm enrolling <laughs> the chance that Saul is buzzed. Saul is not buzzed. Not, this is I'm regular Saul. I've been drinking water all night. Oh, man. Lord. Maybe so give put him the a solo beer. shot just on Saul right oh, now. Man. Just Saul. He's the see. only one you that see. is allowed to be on camera for these <laughs> nonsense. I, why why do I feel like those images could go. On like one of those one of those novels, yeah. You know, like you could have your own book cover, like Lindsay. You know, oh, oh my no. god, yes. Please no. How come every time we're on the show, we think of these great ideas? <laughs> okay, I have an idea. Ryan says, "Can't wait to read Gerald's new novel with this skirt." Let's move the solo camera just to Gerald now. Oh please okay. no. We're just we're just gonna focus on Gerald. Girth care. Sure, because, let's do that. And Leah, if you must. Mute these two turkeys' <laughs> microphones, okay? Turkeys. Because the whole purpose of Gerald joining us was to give us updates about the game. Gerald, what did Monty Williams share with you following this Suns win over the Oklahoma City Thunder? Please share. Thank you, Lindsay. You're uh, <laughs> well, Monty had a lot to say about the job that Devin Booker did managing the game. He said he thought he did a really nice job uh, finding guys and getting them the ball at the right time. And uh, Brendan Clean, who we had on the show for an All Mercury podcast the other day, asked Monty, you know, is this kind of the starting lineup that we're going to see moving forward or how do you see that changing? He said, we have no idea because obviously they're still waiting for campaign to come back. But I do think we're going to see a little bit more of point book moving forward because he did do a nice job with that. Jay Crowder mentioned that he had talked to book when he kind of first came to Phoenix about, you know, if he wants to take his game to the next level, the playmaking and, and the making plays for others is the biggest thing that he needed to see from him. And Booker did that very well tonight, season high 12 assists. Um, and, and Book said himself, his past experience playing on the ball really helped him. He said he was having flashbacks to, you know, the old years when he was playing, you know, filling in for Eric Bledsoe and Brandon Knight and running the point guard a little bit. He said he got some flashbacks to those moments. So those were kind of the biggest things as far as point book was concerned for tonight's game. That sounds more like PTSD than flashbacks. <laughs> no, I'm the one with PTSD. Oh, yeah. He had flashbacks. <laughs> I thought we were going to go full uh, solo shot on Gerald just so we could make more girth jokes and see him crack. No. I'm very disappointed. No, Lindsay. it was to get this thing back on track. It was track. a good setup for We it. were too far off the rails. We had to there we, are no we overcorrected. We were having too much fun. Yeah, we were having way too Mom much fun. Mom came in and was like, hey, you guys stop jumping on the fucking bed. That's right. Um, somebody had to do it. I will gladly take that role if need be. And then you also got to talk with Jay Crowder. Mm -hmm. What did he share? Yeah. I mean, other than the point book thing, uh, Dwayne Rankin asked him, you know, what was your initial reaction to playing without or learning that Chris Paul would be out for six to eight weeks? And he said, you know, my first reaction was to check on him, make sure he's okay, check if he needed surgery. And then after that, he immediately viewed it as, you know, this is a good challenge for us. This is an opportunity for the rest of us to kind of grow as a team, fill in some different roles. And I think that's the main thing 
that I would tell the critics of the point book lineup is that like, look, this isn't something you're going to roll with for the long term. This is the time to experiment now while Chris Paul is out. Put guys in roles that are a little bit maybe unfamiliar or or slightly adjacent to what they normally do. See how you can test some different lineups. And then in the playoffs, if you need to take something special out in a pinch, you have guys who have a little bit more familiarity with that type of stuff. So that's been the biggest just say, thing. Just say Saul. Don't say the haters. Just say just say Saul. <laughs> no, they're on Twitter too. It's so, not just you. The chat knows I you. hate the point book well, like I do. I mean, this is your opportunity, Joe, because we already talked about it a little bit, okay. obviously, at the top of the show. Uh, How do you feel about Point Book and just kind of the way that this whole thing might shape out? Why don't you ask him the question about Devin Booker and his performance tonight? Okay, fine. Sure. My question was, sure. do you think that tonight was an MVP conversation worthy performance from Devin Booker? Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. I feel like 25, 12, 6 steals, four rebound, 5 rebounds. On 50% shooting, that's a pretty MVP caliber stat line. Um, you know, obviously the steals thing has nothing to do with the position that he was playing, but he played really well tonight. He was the best player on the floor for the Suns, and he was the reason that they kind of put things away in that fourth quarter with the way that he was distributing and then the way that he upped his scoring as well. I think he started four for 10 and then made five of his last six shots. So, he, I mean, I would say that's an MVP caliber performance to start things off, at least. And that's why the girth knows basketball. All right? Right there. <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of here. Saul I thinks it was said, a good performance, it but a, it was just OKC, so don't go alerted. Like, don't call fair, in the press or whatever. That's a fair point. I would say, like, I don't know. Like, this team always talks about how difficult it is to win games in the NBA and that's something that continually sticks with me is they always value every opponent. And when you're able to just dominate a fourth quarter like that without the guy who, you know, book CP3 1A, 1B and in those clutch minutes, when you're able to do that without him, when you get Crowder, Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges all 17 plus points, that's a pretty good offense. They had 32 assists without, you know, the guy who's leading the league in assists. That's that's indicative of not just book playing well also, but the team and, and the system that they have and how much these guys buy into that system. Did they talk much about those crunch time minutes? Because five Oh nine to go. And we talked about this earlier, but one Oh three ninety eight was the score. They mm -hmm. wound up winning by 20. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they keep operating the way that they, they have all year. Yeah, they didn't. We didn't ask many questions about the actual crunch time just because <laughs> the last couple of times we've asked them about it, they've been like, you guys are running out of ways to ask this question. <laughs> um, but they did, you know, talk about how, you know, Crowder had said this was an opportunity for us to grow. And he saw a lot of that tonight, especially with guys like Cam and Bridges. Crowder said he kind of feels like, you know, the proud uncle when he sees those guys drive the way that they were driving tonight. Um, and just the all-around balance from this team. You know, Holiday came in and had 12 points on 5 of 5 shooting. Shamit did not shoot the ball well, but made a couple shots down the stretch to get to 10 points. They had, how many guys, six in double figures, and that's with DA having kind of an underwhelming night. So it, it was pretty impressive to see just the balance and the way that these guys are filling those roles and just operating the way they normally would even without Chris Paul in the clutch. I don't know if this is, is true, but Golden Boy in the chat said, Tonight, Book became the first son in franchise history with 25 or more points, 12 or more assists, six or more steals, and mm -hmm. five or more rebounds in a game. That is true. And I think he was the first player with uh, 25, 10, and five steals just in a game since Jason Kidd in 2001. Wow. 
I'm pretty sure. So, mm-hmm. so good, good, good night for Booker. Do you, do you have an update, uh, if any, on Mikhail and his knee? No, I mean, no update were, on Mikhail. Asking about that. In the no chat update too. on Mikhail. Um, I don't think it was anything serious if he was on the floor, and I'm pretty sure if it was something. Like, that, is it Devin Booker serious, or is it like Mikhail Bridges <laughs> serious? You know what I mean? I mean, Mikhail Bridges. It was funny because before the game. Monty was asked about Mikhail Bridges being an Iron Man, and he said, "I wouldn't call him an Iron Man. He weighs like seventy-five pounds." <laughs> but it, it was funny that he kind of got banged up in this game after that question. But knowing him, he's never missed a game in his NBA career. I feel like Dwayne, who was there and and probably saw the benches closer than we did, would have asked about it if it was something that but was bothering him still. All right, I'm going to put this out there: if you can get Monty Williams in. Any context to say the word girth, I'm gonna give oh you again. I'm gonna oh. give he's the reason he, this started. I know, but if he says it again, oh, is he? I'm gonna give yeah. you a hundred yeah. bucks, Gerald. What he said, the <laughs> word, you're gonna give me a hundred bucks in a post game right. press conference, and then Gerald repeated that word, yep, in his report it of it, and then it just <laughs> and that's how it took off. Oh my off. god, yeah. I'm going to make a girth shirt and I'm going to find Monty Williams and I will give it to him. I promise you, oh, man. it will happen. I just, <laughs> this just got chat. so far out of control. Oh, somebody in the chat How did we get Lin- to this point? Lindsay's dressed like the bully in the Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Hold on. I need to Google this. <laughs> I'm Googling this. What are this person? She's a 90s bully. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> My Jake Paul is into that one. <laughs> Really? Oh, you think yeah. so? I feel oh. like I don't look anything like that. She doesn't even wear a beanie. Okay. Uh, my lawyer says he'll also pitch in money if you get Monty to say girth again. So yeah. say J. Okay. okay. So awesome. I'm going to turn this into a crowdfunding. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well make some money off of it, right? Anything else, Gerald, that you feel is important to share with us or that you want to discuss before we sign off? No, I don't think so. I think this was a good start. Obviously, it was just the Thunder, but that is the good news is the Suns have the sixth easiest schedule, so there will be a lot of opponents that are not that great coming up. So it is kind of nice that they were able to take care of business, and now you got a well-rested Pelicans team on the second night of a back-to-back at home. We do also, um, we don't have a graphic yet, but we do want to make an announcement that, uh, you know, you were talking about some bad teams coming up. Well, there's two good teams that are still left on the schedule, one on March 9th, Against the Milwaukee, or I'm sorry, the Miami Heat in mm-hmm. Miami, mm-hmm. but we will be live from the Ainsworth, uh, right across the street from the Footprint Center, uh, doing a, a live pregame and postgame show. So we invite everybody to come out, hang with us uh, in 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 the in the restaurant, have some drinks and some food, and have a good time watching the Suns play. And then we'll do it again on March 30th when those Dirty Warriors uh, are playing <laughs> the Suns up there and in the Bay area and uh, we'll, we'll be at the Ainsworth once again. So we will have two cool events. We will have girth posters that are already pre-signed by Gerald. (laughs) You can come down and pick one up. We'll have some shirts there, whatever, whatever you need. They will actually be cut into circles. So they are like flat. flat All the placemats at the Ainsworth will be flat girther placemats. It'll be fantastic. No, but that'll be it'll be Please a fun not time. That kind of funny. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. It would be kind of fun, especially because I won't be there, so I got to be there in spirit somehow. <laughs> That's amazing. 
All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you uh, for joining us. Code crazies. Thank you, as always, for joining us. I love and that Lindsay has said that term more times. What? Cove crazies? Cove crazies since we've been talking about girth stuff. <laughs> just... They can be called girthlings for all, if we want to. <laughs> I, mean, I like flat girthers. I do, too. I'm just saying, <laughs> Lindsay like, has just mentioned cove crazies like three times since, uh, since we started calling them flat girthers. I just refuse. <laughs> It is beneath me. I, I'm not going to say what I wanted to say because it's going to come off. Anytime you say girth, and then what I was about exactly. to say, so it's not going to come off. Exactly. But you got to embrace the girth. If you just I lean do. into it, it's going to you be this to. nonstop for the rest of my life. And Black I cannot deal with that. The girth. I just simply cannot. Yeah, it'd be really bad if something followed you around for a really long period of time. <laughs> Oh, give it time. <laughs> give it time. The chat will will say something. They will create something. Oh, I bless your you. heart, Gerald. Oh, you man. poor thing. <laughs> Point girth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. The Suns are taking on the Pelicans. That one tips off at 7 p.m., which means we'll have a pregame show for you at 6.30 p.m. on our YouTube channel. And then we'll be here again post-game, hopefully hanging out in the VIP lounge. Until then, you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Gerald, what would it take for you to change your, your tag from Gerald Borgay to like the girth or on something? On Twitter? Like oh my God, that would be so awesome. Well, I would lose my blue check mark for oh, once. That's true. It's worth it. You could change your name and not your at. You could change your actual name. What would it take to, <laughs> to get you to change? A lot of money. A lot of money. Girth Borgay. Oh. Yes. Uh, Espo, take us home. Embrace the girth, people. Ahoy, hoy.